Hello and welcome to the Joey D Podcast. In today's episode, I explore why it's so easy for us to keep promises we make to others, but so hard to keep promises we make to ourselves. We will, without fail, go out of our way for our friends and make promises to them that we keep, yet we can't seem to commit to that morning run that we keep promising ourselves we'll go on. We explore why that is, what self-integrity is, the importance of having it, and the dangers that can come if we don't. So stay tuned as we begin. Hey, thanks for tuning in. And today I want to talk about something that I think we're all guilty of doing and something we all struggle with. Um, Have you ever told yourself you're going to do something but never ended up doing it? Maybe you told yourself you're going to go clean out your closet over the weekend, wake up early and go for a run, or make a lifestyle change and begin eating healthier. Whatever it may have been, we have all made promises to ourselves that we just end up breaking. And we tend to do this over and over again to ourselves. We often use Monday as the day that we start something new to improve ourselves or our quality of life. So let's say, for example, you told yourself starting this Monday, I'll wake up at 6.30 in the morning and go for a run before I start my day. Then Monday rolls around and at 6.30 in the morning, your alarm wakes you up and you're all tired and groggy. So you hit snooze. 10 minutes later, your alarm goes off. Now it's 6.40. Now you have less time to go for the run that you promised yourself you'd go on. So now you compromise and you tell yourself there isn't enough time and you'll run tomorrow and you choose to sleep longer instead. Then tomorrow comes and it's just as unlikely that you'll go for that morning run. You might guilt yourself into going once so you don't feel bad for missing the day before, but it's very unlikely that you're going to keep this promise to yourself to run in the morning. So maybe you start to tell yourself you aren't a morning person. You'll run after work or in the evening, but then that evening comes and you're tired from your day. You're stressed out and you just want to relax. So instead of going for that run, you decide to stay at home, relax, and watch something on Netflix. Now, don't feel guilty or ashamed for doing this because we've all done this, and I've done this many times myself. I still do. Countless times there were diets or exercise programs or new lifestyle changes I wanted to make, and I said I'd start Monday, and I never did. This is something I struggle with a lot myself. But let's change the story now. Let's say you have a friend who needs to catch a flight at 5.30 in the morning, and they ask you to take them to the airport. If you agreed to take your friend, you know you aren't going to miss that alarm and sleep in. You're probably going to show up five minutes earlier than they asked just in case, in fear of being late and not being able to keep your promise to your friend. But why is this? Why do we so easily keep the commitments we make to our friends but not ones we make to ourselves? If we take the story of the morning run and add the detail that our friend will be meeting us at the park to run together, there's a higher chance that you'll actually show up and go for that promised run. I think that the problem is we struggle with integrity. Not integrity with others, but integrity with ourselves. The person we break the most promises with isn't one of our friends, our boss, or not even our partner, but it's most often our own self. So let's first look at what the word integrity means. And according to the dictionary, integrity is the state of being whole or undivided. But basically, this means that A, we live true to our values and morals, and B, we mean what we say and we follow through. So when I say we lack integrity to ourselves, I mean that when we tell ourselves we're going to do something, likely something beneficial for ourselves, we tend to fail and not follow through. Yet, if we told ourselves we're going to watch TV all evening, I'm pretty sure most of us won't have any problems with keeping that promise. So why is this? Why do we fail to keep our own word to ourselves? Time and time again, we just can't seem to get ourselves out of a rut and pick up a new healthy habit, or just to get ourselves to do something that we know will benefit us. And I think there's many layers to a problem with our own self-integrity. 
So let's look at the first part of the definition, living true to our values and morals. So when we aren't being true to ourselves, we are creating an inner conflict, which is important to resolve because it can lead to a ton of negative side effects. A lot of times, depression, sadness, and stress are a result of an inner conflict that we have within ourselves. So it's important for us to live with as much integrity as possible and live aligned to what we know and believe to be true. When we don't, we create something that I like to call the integrity gap. Others have called this the hypocrisy gap because it's essentially the area in our lives in which we are living like a hypocrite. The integrity gap is the gap between knowing what we should do and what we actually do. And our goal here is to minimize this gap as much as possible. So in order to do this, we need to take honest inventory at what our values and morals really are. And I'd recommend getting pen and paper and writing these things down. I think the two best indicators of what you really value is by looking at your time and your money. Look at your calendar. If you don't have one, just look back at the past week. How did you spend your time? What was the bulk of your time spent doing? If you say family is the most important thing to you, but the majority of your time is spent working or doing other things that doesn't involve your family, you likely have a gap here as you aren't living out your value of family being first. Now, this doesn't mean that work or responsibilities won't get in the way of this. They almost always will, but you need to learn to prioritize and make time for what is really important to you. And I promise you'll be much happier living this way and feel much more fulfilled. The other way to find integrity gaps in your lifestyle is to look at your spending. Pull up your checking or your credit card statements and look at where you're spending your money. Money is currency, so it has a predetermined value attached to it. So by looking at where you spend your money, you'll be able to see what you really value because you are literally placing value on those things in the form of money. So write down the things you tell yourself you value and see where the integrity gap is and make an actual plan to fix this. Put goals in place. Write down realistic action steps that you can take. Otherwise, this inner conflict you have with your integrity and that gap between what you know and what you do will only increase over time. And the bigger it is, the more dangerous it can become and more difficult to grasp. It's easy when you're one burger away from being healthy or one small action away from being in alignment with your values. It's a lot harder when your entire lifestyle doesn't reflect what you want to value. So to put it into simpler terms, it's easier to lose 10 pounds than it is to lose 30. The later you start looking at how your values and your life align, the harder it will be to align them. So start now. The second part of the definition of integrity is meaning what we say and following through. For self-integrity, this means keeping our word to ourselves. This really is the execution part of integrity. This means that when we, for example, commit to that morning run, that we actually wake up on time and go for that run. Now, there's an element for sure of discipline that's required here to follow through. And it's easy to say, you know, just do it, push through those mental barriers and just go. But most of us still won't. And I think it's a bit more complicated than that. Because like I said before, we have no problem waking up even earlier if it's for the benefit of someone else. So while discipline may play a factor, it's not the only component at play here. We need to look at how we view ourselves and we need to be really honest here and ask, do we really value ourselves as much as everyone else in our life? The instant easy answer is yes, of course I do. I'd be silly not to. But if you look at your integrity gap, is it true? Are you showing yourself the love, the care and the attention to yourself that you do for those you care about? It's important to be very honest with yourself here because the answer for most of us is that we aren't and I can't blame you and here's why. We are often too self-aware but in a negative way. Not self-aware in terms of how what we do impacts others but we become almost like hyper aware of all of our flaws, mistakes and blemishes. 
We are our own toughest critic, but it's a critic who always remembers and knows us more intimately than anyone else. Our inner critic remembers almost all the mistakes we've ever made and every reason that could possibly exist for us to not be worth something. That means that we view ourselves as someone who can be blown off if we are the one blowing ourselves off. For example, while we're in this pandemic, a few studies have shown that taking vitamin D supplements can drastically reduce the severity of COVID-19. So common sense says take one to two vitamin D vitamins a day. Yet sometimes I forget or I'm too lazy to take one. And all this means is that somewhere inside of me, there's a message that I'm telling to myself that says I am not worth being healthy. While I may tell myself that I value health, I may not internally value myself as someone worth having health for or someone who's worth doing the work required to be healthy. Now the question becomes, would I tell anyone ever that they aren't worthy of being healthy? Absolutely not. I wouldn't agree with anyone who would say this about themselves, yet subconsciously we do it to ourselves all the time. We constantly flake on our own promises that we know will benefit us because part of us may not think that we're worthy of it. Now, yes, laziness, of course, plays a factor here just as much as discipline does, but to a point, sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta do, strap on your shoes, and do what needs to get done. But there's a difference here as well. If you look at some of the healthiest or successful people, they're usually highly disciplined with a good self-love or self-care routine that they practice daily. Now, when I say self-love, I don't mean that they give into their desires to relax and take it easy because they feel like it. There can be a time for that, but we can't sacrifice what makes us happy in the moment for what is good for us because it will cost us much more happiness later on. But if you look at those with a daily self-care routine that includes eating healthy, some sort of movement and prayer and meditation, they usually have a very healthy ego and they have a good sense of worth in themselves. And one of the reasons why they work so hard to take care of themselves is because they understand their own worth and they act accordingly. They know that they are someone who is worth waking up early and running for or exercising for. They know that they are someone who is worth taking care of, so they take care of themselves. And we need to learn to do the same. We need to treat ourselves as if we were someone else that we needed to take care of. I have a friend who lives this out perfectly. She used to be in a relationship with this guy and when they lived together, she'd always make him a freshly cooked meal almost every day. And when they broke up and she lived on her own again, she had to teach herself that she is also worthy of a good home cooked meal. I mean, she's married now, but for the years that she was single or, or living on her own, she made a point to cook for herself just as she did when she was living with her partner at the time. Cooking herself food became very important to her as it became a way she demonstrated her own self-worth. Her value of eating well and treating herself as she would someone else became key into her own self-integrity. And to this day, eating home-cooked meals is something very important to her because she recognizes the value of it and how it is tied into her own worth. So to do this for our own self, we need to step outside of ourselves a little bit so we can view ourselves as an individual person who is worthy of all the love, care, and respect that we offer to everyone else. So something I do when I struggle with my integrity is to act like I'm talking to myself. I'll launch a Word document on my computer or I'll pull up my journal and write as if I'm talking to myself in third person and I'll give myself a pep talk or whatever it is and plan what action steps I need to take to align my values to my actions. This is going to sound a bit random, but if you've ever seen the show Limitless, which is based off of the movie with the same name, there's a perfect example of this in the show. In each episode, the main character Brian takes this pill that's supposed to activate his entire brain. 
And when faced with a situation, you see him visually talk to another version of himself to figure out what to do. So he pretty much imagines imagines himself in third person and he talks to that version of himself. So if you have time, check out an episode and you'll see what I mean. And this is kind of what I visualize when I start to journal or when I type up a document as I talk to myself. And journaling in this way allows me to see myself outside of all my flaws, doubts, and insecurities and talk to myself as if I'm my own friend who may need some advice or needs help, you know, activating goals, making a plan of action, whatever it is that I need to do to close my integrity gap. And when you're able to do this, you're able to build up your own self-worth and you're more likely to actually start keeping the promises you make to yourself. When you are able to tell yourself you're going to do something and you actually do it, you're going to feel better, much more fulfilled and much more confident. If you're able to keep your own word to yourself, there's no telling what you might be capable of doing. But it's not always just as easy as journaling or giving yourself a pep talk, especially if this is your first time trying something like this out. And depending on how big your integrity gap is or how many times you've failed your commitments to yourself, you might need to add accountability to the mix. One of the reasons why it's so easy for us to keep promises to friends and not to ourselves is the lack of accountability. There's social consequences to breaking promises with people. So if you need additional accountability, tell your promises not only to yourself, but a friend as well that will follow up with you on how you're doing with your promise. Maybe even put wagers on the table so something is at stake. Whatever it is that you need to do to motivate yourself to keep promises to yourself that you make that you know you'll benefit from in the long term. And if you go back to the first episode of the podcast, I talk about habits and I posted on Instagram the 12 habits I've committed to for the year that I have to practice daily and compound each month as I start a new habit. And by posting this, it's holding me accountable to everyone listening, which gives me additional motivation to ensure that I follow through and maintain my own self-integrity to the goals that I've committed to. So in summary, integrity means two things, that we live true to our values and morals and that we mean what we say and we follow through. Self-integrity is a practice of us doing this and and keeping our own promises to ourselves. When we are living outside of our integrity, it creates an inner conflict which can lead to things like depression, sadness, and stress. The difference in what we know we should do and what we actually do is called the integrity gap, and the goal is to make that gap as small as possible. So in order for us to live true to our values and morals, we need to reflect, take inventory, and analyze if we truly are living according to what we claim our values and morals are. A great way to do this is to look at how we are spending our time and our money and if they align to what we believe to be important to us. A reason why we often don't keep our own promises to ourselves has to do with our own self-worth and what we think we are truly worthy of. Often, our inner critic can get the best of us and convince ourselves that we aren't worthy of all the work required to take care of ourselves. So the best way to combat this is to talk to and treat ourselves as if we were someone else that we needed to take care of. When we do this, when we're able to keep our word to ourselves, there's no telling what we might be able to achieve and we will live much happier and more fulfilled lives if we are able to close the gap and live with as much integrity as possible. And this was just a quick summary regarding self-integrity and exploring why we keep promises to our friends and others, but not to ourselves. There is so much more in this area that I want to discuss, and I definitely will in future episodes. But in the meantime, I challenge everyone to take the steps laid out in this episode to make our integrity gap as small as possible. Thanks so much for listening to the Joey D podcast. As always, feel free to follow me on Instagram at the Real Joey D. And if you loved what you heard, tell a friend about it or share it on social media. I'm also excited to announce that for my interview episodes, they will all be on YouTube as well. Just search the Joey D podcast and it will be there. 
So far, I only have my interview with Darren from Black Creek Rain on there. So if you haven't checked it out, go check it out and stay tuned for future episodes. Mm-hmm.